and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chest on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, August 24th. A week left in August, and then we are in September. My goodness. Things get real in September. I mean, football will genuinely be less than two weeks away. A week from now. Math. I think we looked it up. September 11th weekend? That's what it I was? I think so, right? Or is it like the 11th of Thursday kickoff or something? Yeah. Um, September, it all changes. It, it all changes. I think by the time September gets here, I think the Boston Red Sox, who I was tough to on today's Talking Baseball that came out, um, you know, I, I think their September baseball becomes a little, a little less fun. I think the San Francisco Giants, if they don't do something soon, their baseball becomes a little less fun. And man, I know I, I keep saying we go one week into October with this regular season, because that's a little different. I mean, just doesn't happen every year. You always look at the calendar and you wonder, okay, the baseball season normally starts around April 1, normally stops around October 1 with a little wiggle in between. But yeah, I mean it's October fifth. Like the uh, the Yankees have six games in October, so it's not like it's not exactly game changing. It's just one bonus week that hopefully the teams that are keeping these MLB standings somewhat fun, uh, you know, will Baltimore continue to be fun? I don't know. The Minnesota Twins just dropped to four games behind in the wild card. Jeez. White Sox, five. How bad? So, hopefully Milwaukee can turn it back on and they can be a part of the wild card race. Uh, and then it's going to be a lot of seeding. Uh, it's going to be a lot of seeding. I mean, between Tampa, the Rays, Jays, and Mariners, put those teams in the same pot and let them figure it out and let's see who they're each playing in the first round. It's going to be fun to get into that matchup stuff. And then those Twins and White Sox, I mentioned, three games and four games back in the Central. Twins, a four-game losing streak uh, at the last time. And Jada Genius in the chat just said Milwaukee died last night. So, we will see. I mean, they've... um, I think there's an argument they've been dead for a little bit. But... uh, Wanted to do some individual player stuff this episode, and I think we will a bit. And then also I wanted to click around uh, fan graphs a little bit and see some some of the position units were not were, were probably not given the proper respect to. I know, you know, I, I think the one I had circled and I just sent it out in the tweet was uh, the Baltimore Orioles bullpen. That's that's a unit that's been a joke. 
for five years. And I think they're top five in baseball. Legitimately and good. You, you sh- I hope you know about Felix Bautista by now. Um, the other thing I want to check, you know, kind of where, like the Cleveland Guardians have hit all year, but where do we, where do we actually value them as a hitting team? Because that pitching has come back for them. Tristan McKenzie just got a text from Justin Shackle seeing if we have a connection to Tristan McKenzie to get him potentially toeing the slab. I feel like we can make that. I feel like we can make that happen. I feel like there's some dots to connect there. I think Tristan would like that. I think he would too. I think he would too. And by the way, he had like 14 punches the other day. It's Trev's Trev's standout. Guy guy. He's a guy guy. He's a good guy. Good guy, guy guy, all of the fun stuff. Gary Gaga. That is an old Nick Swartzen TV show skit. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. only one that really made me laugh. And I like Nick Swartzen a lot. And Nick Swartzen, keeping it rolling. He's in Trev's Fantasy Football League. People forget that. Trevor yeah. Plouffe. Nick Swartzen. That's a, that's a fun connection. Hmm. Uh, the other thing I want to start with... Um, and it's it's kind of wrapping a bow on the Tatis stuff. I think San Diego's ready to move on. I think baseball wants to move on. Um, and I, I was thinking about it this morning. Fernando Tatis Jr. And I also want to talk Trey Turner in a little bit. I told you guys so many times on here. I compared him to Griffey. Because the swag, the energy, the cool factor. I'm going to be honest. Baseball doesn't get it a lot. Your NL MVP, if the season stopped now, is Paul Goldschmidt. I don't want to send any bows. Shots fired across Paul Goldschmidt. A, because he could just grab me with his forearms and wring my neck. Paul Goldschmidt kind of looks like... your dad, if you're young, if you're young. Paul Goldschmidt looks like a lot of my friends, like just in a lot better shape. But if you're a kid getting into the game, Paul Goldschmidt doesn't look like, doesn't look like your buddy. He looks like your assistant vice principal that's got to throw the book at you now and then. Paul Goldschmidt, I think he's going to win an old MVP, and that's awesome. Deserved. It's awesome for him. He's a Hall of Famer, 57.4 career war. He turns 35 in September. That's kind of crazy. Like, those conversations are going to get a little more nutty. Like, to be 35 and and wrangle in... That's when you get your MVP. What could be your first MVP. I was reading reading one of my blogs, and they're dead of the line. It's like, well, Hall of Fame careers are made in your 30s. It's like, yeah. Right? There's an argument there. Hadn't hadn't thought of it in those terms, but yes. Uh, A guy that, if he was in some bigger spotlights... Uh, we would treat Paul Goldschmidt a lot differently. Uh, seven-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger, four-time Gold Glove. Uh, and, yeah, he, he finished second in the MVP twice. So, I'll say this. Boy, do I hope Paulie finishes strong, because if he gets a third, second place, like, I'm, I would be sad. So, bringing it back to Tatis... And the cool factor. By the way, Paul Goldschmidt is leading your National League in batting average, on base, slugging, and OPS. And total bases. All of it. All of it. Uh, good for Paul. 
finish strong, get that MVP. But going back to Tatis, Tatis was the guy. He's 23 right now. He was on the cover of the show, which if, if you've heard me talk, you understand. And if you haven't, I, I, can do, I can do it quick. MLB The Show is an incredible video game. You know, I'm, I'm slowly easing out of the video game world. Every time I think I'm out, I get sucked right back in. You'll end up on like a few weeks of, of playing. Yeah, like, you know what? I bet after this baseball season ends, like, there's going to be like probably a day and a half where I'm like playing video games. And I'm like, okay. There'll be like a big November video game weekend. I played video games again. You know, hopefully I'll do some stuff with Joe's soon. Uh, I enjoy video games, but, you know, there's a lifetime equation that happens with a lot of people. Uh, at a certain point, you have to really prioritize video games, and I'm, I'm not there. I'm just not there. MLB The Show is a fantastic video game. I, you know, clip it and make this an ad for the show, I guess. They're Diamond Dynasty... And, you know, some of you have already lost you. You say a video game term like that, and you, the lights turn off. Basically, it's this. They showcase all players from every generation in the best possible light. So you, you put together your team, and it'll be like, okay, you got your Babe Ruth card. Cool. We're all, we all know that guy. Um, and then it's like, uh, here's a Corey Kosky card. Corey Kosky was the, you know... In 1994, he dominated and had his best season. So you get a really good Corey Kosky. They do stuff like that. October Jock Peterson. So you, you get that version of Jock Peterson instead of, you know, uh, the platoony Jock Peterson that <laughs> doesn't play the outfield so good. Like they, you get you get guys that are like you see uh, they're there's a speed guy, and it's like even if they're not that good at other stuff, that's going to be a weapon for you, and you learn that player a little bit. They do prospects. They they do like uh, what this prospect could be, like you know they're and and I guess the point that I'm getting to with that is they are showcasing so many MLB guys and showing them off in the right light. Like I I was talking to Steve. Oh. <laughs> Ryan from our office came up to me. He he's very impressed with my baseball trivia. By pure luck, he one time asked me a really tough baseball trivia question, and I nailed it. Um, I believe it was like highest batting average with two strikes ever, and I think it was Gwyn and Boggs. And I just that's what I went with, and I think I was right. And hmm. he was like, "Damn, okay." Um, so he asked, there's, I think there's eight players in the 300 homer, 300 stolen base club. And there's a lot of names you know. I, I mean, Bonds uh, is in there. Uh, Griffey was not. 300 homers, 300 strikeouts. I'll, I'll pause to let you guys guess at home. And I, I guess what I'll do is... There's a... Oh, so... Ricky's just short. Barry Bonds, Willie Mays. Willie Mays is there. Yeah, Ricky Henderson is just short. Uh, A-Rod. Those, those are the three that I got, like, bop, bop, bop. A-Rod, Barry Bonds, Willie Mays. Big steal years for A-Rod. Early. Bobby Bonds makes it a really fun trivia question, and that makes you really respect the Bonds family a little more about who they are as baseball players. Holy smokes. Andre Dawson who I think if you're a baseball fan, you, you know who he is, but 
Um, you know, you, like, I don't know, BBD or Andre Dawson. Like, does that, what's that do for you? Um, I, I was a weird baseball kid, like with sure. learning past I mean, you're, stuff. You're doing not this. the standard example here, but yeah, and then and, you know, I was a pretty active participant in Hall of Fame discourse at the time of his discussion. Okay, I, I don't care about that so much anymore. Okay, but so very good player, Andre Dawson. Not fully, not fully, fully in my book, but I know like. Beloved. How he was first introduced to me was like super talented. Uh, one of the first guys to win an MVP on a bad team. Uh, that's mm. how good he was. Which again, think about the conversations we have. Me and Trev debating Otani Judge right now. Like in the past ten years, we've been come okay with the best player winning on a bad team. The team before can be that, straight up bad. Before that, it wasn't. And and he's a guy that was so good uh, that he did that. Other guys involved, Reggie Sanders, Steve Finley, 304-320, Carlos <laughs> Beltran, 435-312. You know, there's right some Beltran, him, there's some Beltran stats that that can really open your eyes. Steve Finley, there was a bunch of young people in the office who knew who Steve Finley was. Um or Steve Sales Steve, he doesn't do sales. It's kind of a company joke. He guessed Steve Finley. And I was like, how'd you know that? And he's like, dude, I've, I've played a lot of MLB The Show. They make a really good Steve Finley card. <laughs> so, <laughs> the point I'm trying to drive home there, MLB The Show is an incredible product for baseball and the future of baseball. And I guess, you know, if you're a Madden person... You know, there's people that can reel off the Madden covers. A lot of people remember, like, 04 Mike Vick. Um, you know, there was a... What was that funny year? The, oh, the running uh, Peyton back, Hillis. Peyton Hillis was on it. Like, that's famous in, in sports. Co- you know, every year when the Madden cover comes out, Mahomes, Brady. Um, you, you know, you kind of find out. And you're like, wow, that's, that's big. That's status. That's a big thing. MLB The Show is the same thing for baseball. It's almost... I think it's a better game now. I'm a little biased. I mean, Madden's still Madden. Uh, Madden, People who are Madden people hate Madden. Dudes in college dorms are going to play Madden for the rest of time and and kids and everyone. Jaded in the chat just said, 03 Marshall Falk is the reason I'm a Rams fan. This is kind of how sports works. You're talking to the kid who wore Terrell Davis jersey every middle school photo because he liked Terrell Davis. So that's how this works. Ask anyone who their sports team's on. You either get it from your parents or you get it from like a championship team or player you liked. That's how it works. That's sports. Fernando Tatis Jr. was the next step. So that whole speech was MLB The Show is so important to baseball. I can't believe how good of a video game it is. MLB has no idea what a weapon they have. Fernando Tatis Jr., was a cover guy for that game at 22 or 21 or whenever they, they decided that. Uh, dominant, nasty player. He's got a career 965 OPS, 292, 369. I think those slash lines are actually similar to Paul Goldschmidt, which is funny, but it brings us back to the whole point of Tatis was cool, and baseball doesn't run into that a lot. 
And now it's it's just it's going to be partially tarnished forever, and that is what it is. Um, and we still don't know who or what to Philly blame. Jay Miller in the chat. MLB The Show 09 is the reason I love Joe Maurer so much. You know? Think about that. Catcher from Minnesota. Like Joe Maurer was nasty, and there's baseball fans that are like, oh, you don't have to say anything about Joe Maurer. If you're not a baseball fan, you kind of do. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe Maurer didn't really leave the walls of the sports. He did initially when he turned down playing quarterback at Florida to go get drafted by the Twins. That was a whole thing at the time. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, so, Tatis goes down, and I think there's two really good things going on in baseball right now that do cover Tatis. Because I think if we did this before the season, I think there's three guys you'd mention, and BBD, correct me if I'm wrong. It would have been Tatis. I think it would have been Judge. Stature, New York, and everything. That does factor in. And Shohei Otani. Is, yeah. there, is, there any, is there any outlier there? I feel like sometimes people throw Mookie in there. He's got some East Coast, West Coast, but... I. I don't know. It just doesn't. I also don't think. I, I don't have a reason why he isn't, but he just isn't. Yeah, it's and it's not it's shots unfair. fired. It's like it can only be one. And like I, I guess between Mookie and Judge, I do think Judge being New York City and his pure stature, like kind stature, of stature, wears a unique uniform number. Like he's he's massive. He's Judge ninety nine. The six, name. He's 6'7". He's like Which, the biggest player to ever play baseball. He's basically baseball Shaq. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's a really good argument for Judge being baseball Shaq. Well, that's kind of scary. Um, Skill set he provides at that size. Just like the most powerful and like kind of dominant you yeah. can be. While, Interesting. While doing some athleticism stuff. Interesting. Early Shaq. I like that. I'll, I'll take that and run. <laughs> um... Fernando Tatis Jr. was cool. Judge kind of doesn't want to be cool. He wants to do the Pepsi commercial. He wants to big this, do the big smile, but he, his, he doesn't want his press conferences to be cool. Um, you know, the pictures leaked of him at... Or Tyler Wade <laughs> leaking hmm. pictures at, at Judge's wedding. It wasn't Tyler Wade. It was a photographer that caught Tyler Wade taking a picture, so that's the funny image in your head. But, like, <laughs> Judge loves the spotlight for work, but he also loves to get away. Tatis was kind of all in. Remember there was some movie thing he was doing, too, and, like, Tatis was oh, yeah. all-encompassing. It was cool. It's a shortstop. The hair, power, speed, all of it. Yum. Anything you could want. Arm strength. Like, I know that doesn't matter, but it also does. Like, if you're a baseball fan, you've watched Vlad, Ichiro highlights. O'Neal Cruz got called up, and that turned your head. Like, Tatis had it all. So, I guess, Shohei's going to be Shohei. He's going to be, like, an international superstar. And one of the faces of baseball. That's awesome. Love me some Showtime. And hopefully, maybe this whole Artie Marino thing goes down, and Shohei ends up... I don't know. I mean, what would... This obviously sounds dumb and biased, but if Shohei ended up in New York, that's huge. If Shohei <sighs> became a Dodger. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel I, unfair to other fan bases because it doesn't have to be like that. Like, you can be a star anywhere in the world now. 
Um, the Angels. Brando doing it in San Diego. The Angels. Yeah, Tatis was doing it out of San Diego. Just lost sports teams, like, by the way. So, I guess in my head, I was like, who's next? Who's really next? Because you need to be... <laughs> and and Shohei and Judge are going to have their spotlight, but we always love the idea of who's next. It's been one of the biggest NBA conversations for the past couple years because LeBron's... And really for like 38. a decade... Right, but right. It's it's one of people's favorite once sports. Once LeBron hit 30, everyone has kept expecting him to be dethroned, and, he, and maybe it finally has happened. But. And he's he's just been disgusting, but kind of losing, so it's, it is it is what it is for Le, LeBron. Um, who's next? NBA, that conversation's so funny. Because they basically ran through everyone, and they were like, well, KD will be next, and then he like half was, but also LeBron never, was really never good. really got to be. And by so the then, time he sort of was, he got hurt. Like people are now debating Giannis. like Giannis. Giannis is so good right now, but those other guys are still good that they're like want to skip him and go to Luca almost. Yeah, it's like Luca's not there yet, but it's a fascinating conversation. And and Shohei is going to be the best player. He's going to be the international face. Um, I think he's a good looking guy. Very much believe in that. Um, but Tatis had. A different factor, kind of the unique, that unique factor baseball doesn't always have. Like it, it's not shots fired at at Otani. He's the like the way he is. He is just isn't as cool as Fernando. It's cool. It's, it's like what Otani really does cool, is but really Fernando's cool. a different world. He's a Fernando Tatis. Well, both Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, and Aaron Judge are creative players in video games in very different ways. Um. I mean, yes. Tatis is almost the one, like, if you ever made your quarterback or you ever made your major player at MLB The Show, which I, I haven't even ventured there, but I'm sure they do that well as well. It's fun. It's the, I know, it's the version I play a lot. Yeah, I know that's, like, kind of the favorite preferred mode, Road to the Show. That kind of changed, changed the game. Uh, like, Tatis was just cool, and I, I even think, you know, looking at prospects, and you, you can't even pick a prospect – but it's, you know, I'll go back to my Yankees. Anthony Volpe is is supposed to be special. He's supposed to be next. But also, he's supposed to be the next, like, Yankee. Like, he already gives boring interviews. Like, he's not he's not flashy off the field. Like, he he's a do-your-job, show-up kind of guy. Not going to make kid. it about him. I mean... If if the dude is if the, if the dude is a dude at shortstop in New York City, don't get me wrong, we we could have a lot of conversations about him. It's gonna factor in, but it's a different speed. I think the guy, and we do talk about him a lot, and I want to talk about him more, and it makes me want to root for his team more, and it makes me hope his team doesn't run into the Yankees. I think it's just straight Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. I mean, think about everything I just said. Um, oh, I like it. That. Starts with baseball. It starts with the pure baseball side of it. Julio Rodriguez. He's going to. He stole twenty three bases this year and hit nineteen homers. Can he get to thirty thirty this year? I don't think so. He'd have to go really nuts. There's a chance because he has missed some games. So like, he'd have to get hot. He'd have to get hot. You'd have to hit. 11 home runs in six weeks. You have to get hot, but wouldn't that be a great storyline? 23 stolen bases, the seven steals. I'm not worried about that at all. They're going for it. He's going to, he, 
gonna need to make some stuff happen. The games matter. The games matter. Um, I just think, you know, I, I think being another young Dominican player, I I think that speaks to being a star as well. You know, I, you know, Joe's McFly who pops on here a lot, like that. It means so much, man, to to represent their that country the right way. That Joe's, Joe's was really hurt by the Tatis stuff. Really hurt, man. Like, like, think about that. There's, it's almost an Olympic style hurt, or like Lance Armstrong when we found out he was cheating. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff going on there. Uh, huh. But Julio Rodriguez, he's a good-looking dude. He's 21 years old. I mean, Seattle kind of... Seattle is such a sports-thirsty place. Like, Russ was the dude. He's gone now. We'll see what the Seahawks are. Um, You know, Durant started there. uh, Kind of. (laughs) Russ. Some some pictures there. Uh, They just got a hockey team. Now, there's always a weird West Coast thing with sports that, you know, it's part of Otani's kind of, not problem right now, but a little bit of his problem, that if you're on the West Coast, it makes it a little different. I mean, a lot of East Coast is only going to see your highlights, but Julio Rodriguez has that. Um, He's on pace for about a five-war rookie season. Um, If he gets hot, could he push six? I don't know. Um, I just think Julio Rodriguez and the Seattle Mariners... I hope as a team they finish strong. I hope the kid finishes strong. Uh, because the other kind of argument that was Ronald Acuna used to be there, but I, I don't want to say he's aged out because he's 24. But there's Is been he... some kind of weird vibes around him. He hasn't been performing great this year. He hasn't, um, not, not like Ronald Acuna. And there's just bad sports gossip around the fact that like they want it without him. They want it without him. And that, that sucks, and it's Some unfair to him. Stuff. There's a lot of good players there, which you need to right. have enough success to be part of this conversation, but is he getting too much good teammates? And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, like, Ronnie was almost, we talk about this with baseball players a lot. If you're too good too early, and then you have baseball hits you, you kind of lose lose your luster a little bit. I mean, another guy we should probably be talking about is Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, he's he's up in Tampa. He's got a name you're familiar Toronto. with from his he's up Toronto. Excuse me. He's got a name you're familiar with because of his pops. Um, like, and like Fernando, and now like Fernando. I mean, Vlad Senior and. A yeah. Hall of Famer, so a little different. And just a really cool, it's unique another ball level. player. Um, but he, you know, he had his breakout year, and now he's down a little bit. And, you know, the Toronto thing, I don't know what to do with that, man. It's unfair, but yeah. I mean, you know, I, I hear so much about how the Toronto market is massive and how they, they get a ton of money because they're Canada's team and all that's cool, but... But to be a superstar and the face, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that gets tricky. And at, at the same time, if I'm saying that about Toronto, should I say that about Seattle? Hmm. I mean, there's conversations. 
conversations to be had there. I think, um, I think Julio Rodriguez is is the guy. Uh, you know, I I was laughing at our society because now the the he is him. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Uh, uh, that stuff has gotten just so silly. Just so America. Just so so America when you do stuff like that. Um, that yeah, I I think I think Julio Rodriguez it is the guy, and I I don't know who's even well. I, I mentioned the guys who I think are around it. Adley Rushman could have a conversation, but to be a catcher and to be that special, that's he, tough. <laughs> he's, he's off to as good a start as he can be for that. And, like, I, I just don't know. They're, is, that, is Adley Rushman cool? I don't know. Like, I almost need to see him play more. Don't like, really know. Need the Orioles. They've been very impressive this year. I mean, we need to see a fully good Orioles. Winning's cool. Winning's very cool. Um, I mean, circling back, we were talking Joe Mauer earlier. Mm. All the respect in the world for him. He wasn't cool. But he did on a baseball field very cool. Right. Right. Um, so... I guess where the the whole thought process started and ended, and, you know, there's some weird factors that tie into all this stuff that do matter and don't matter at all. Like, if Wander Franco wasn't on Tampa... And this year he's been hurt. And and he's been hurt, and he's been out, and he's still crazy young, so you can can leave that behind. Um, I don't know. He's he's pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know. O'Neal Cruz, if he was playing... In, in a different market. I mean, think about the larger-than-life Shaq stuff about Judge. O'Neal Cruz is the same height playing shortstop. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and the other guy who's young and so good, and he has swag, and he's won a World Series, is Soto, who's on the same Padres team, but for some reason he doesn't have the same... The Griffey just, factor. Just that factor isn't there. The Griffey factor. Like, I, I think Jimmy says it a lot that, you know, a home run is kind of one of the most boring highlights in baseball. We we secretly, we love base running, and we love defensive highlights, and that's kind of not where Soto thrives. I mean, Soto's... What Soto's doing on the field is so impressive. It's Bonds-like. But is that necessarily the highlight reel? Like Soto taking walks and hitting homers? That's not exactly the the wow factor. Tatis running the bases and the helmet flies off and it looks like he's running in fast forward. That's jumping a highlight. The jumping, the the throwing, like that's those are the real stuff that hooks you. So uh I don't know. I don't know. I think Julio Rodriguez has that. I hope I've decided. I think I'm rooting for the Mariners kind of hard the rest of the way. Cause I think that guy deserves it. I think he's the guy. If you're in baseball, you know. If maybe you're on the fringes of baseball, you might have heard about him. You might not have, though. Like Derby helps. Derby helps. But if you went to the local 
I don't know. I, I just, I guess I genuinely don't know. If you went to a sports bar tonight and you were just bumping elbows at the bar and you did a, what do you think of Julio Rodriguez? You know, I, I don't think you get a great response. If you did Tatis, I think everyone in the bar kind of answers. Unfortunately, some of that's due to the recent news. But I'm kind of going all in on Julio Rodriguez. I think he should be the guy. It'll be interesting to see the next crop of prospects, like the now number one prospect in baseball is also New York, Francisco Alvarez. He's a catcher. What's he going to turn out to be? What does he look like? I don't know. Um, well, Corbin Carroll, actually number one, go Snakes. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, when we get to the comments, leave some comments of who who can replace the Tatis void because I, I don't know if we're going to get a true face of baseball. I think, like, Otani is going to have a lot of the world covered. I think Judge is going to have a lot of the world covered. Um, but Tatis had Tatis had a whole nother sector cut. He had yeah. kind of the young, cool, sex appeal, Caribbean, like... He he had that, so uh, we will see. But that's uh, he's gonna have a little bit of stink on him forever. That I I think Julio Rodriguez, especially man, if you can get to thirty thirty, that makes people talk about you. Um, and that's totally unfair pressure for me to casually throw at Julio yeah. Rodriguez. But is there actually a difference if he went twenty nine and twenty nine? No, but but there is. And if you could lead the Mariners to the playoffs and go 30-30 and be 21, I mean, that's, uh, that's the special stuff. So, we will see. Uh, I, I was thinking about that void, and, you know, it's almost, I think it's time to put the Mariners in our rear view. The other guy that I wanted to highlight uh, individually What's Trey Turner? We did a, a talk in baseball yesterday that got uh, probably more slightly contentious at the beginning, more than you expect from an episode of Talking Baseball, because I, I kind of went in on the Red Sox. I, I think, and, and by the way, you know, Jimmy and Trev, who were more so on the other side of the fence, I'm not saying their arguments were wrong. I, I think if, if there was anything that I'd look back and I'd try to add more is that you know, Boston success shouldn't be shamed at, at all. And I did a little bit. So, I, you know, I guess there's a little egg on my face there. They won it in 18. They won it all. And then they went to the CS last year. So, like, you know, in a way, in that five-year span, it's, it's incredible. The teams would kill for that. Uh, I just think the three years outside of that, including this year, it looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. You know... That feast or famine, sports fans kind of hate that. Especially Boston. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, three summers where you're staring at a team kind of without hope. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I know we all want a ring. Yankee fans would kill for a ring. And, and that's the other thing that I had I, wish I added before would be is, like, sure, Yankee fans would absolutely kill for a ring. Um, but that sustained success and enjoying of your summer, look how miserable Yankee fans just were with a bad three weeks. And, and Boston hasn't been there, but this year's been pretty ugly. They're under five hundred. They really had one hot streak. Otherwise, they've been a yeah. losing team consistently. They've been just not part of the discourse. Just not good. The 2020 season, I, 
shortened season, sixty games. They didn't a lot have of their factors. didn't have their manager. That still that. If you're a Boston fan, those sixty nights that you were watching the game on your couch, you know, trying to forget everything else that was going on in the world in 2020, that feels bad. That feels awful. And the fact they're getting that again in 22, they got that in 19 as well. Uh, you know, they they moved on from Dombrowski. Uh, I'm interested to see the comments because I I can't fully fully speak as a Boston sports fan because I am not. Um, but I, I think there's some frustration there that led us to talking about free agency and what's next. And, man, Trey Turner, I say this about almost any MLB guy, but Trey Turner doesn't get talked about enough. Um, and passing, passing, he, uh, he put out a tweet last night uh, that he was all jazzed up about Freddie and Trey Turner. Um, Trey Turner is one hit behind Freddie Freeman for the MLB lead in hits. By the way, they're both on the Dodgers. They're both really good. Both have played all 122 Dodger games this year. Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman. Stars. Stars of the game. They play every game. Part of the reason I I looked at BBD and I, I have that tone in my voice, the Yankees would refuse to always play their guys every day. Even, even if they could, they wouldn't. That's just not how they work. That's not what they believe in as as a team, which I think is nuts because we see the Atlanta Braves last year. Their whole infield played almost every day. Um, and now Trey Turner and Freddie, uh, Freddie coming from that infield, is doing it. Trey Turner is going to be a free agent, and I, I spent a lot of time last year talking about the best crop of free agent shortstops ever. Free agent shortstops really don't happen a lot, and last year we had a big pool of them. Uh, this year, it's actually coming together pretty nice. I mean, Trey Turner, Xander Bogart should both be out there. Uh, Xander uh, might have to move. Trey Turner will have the ability to move when, when he's ready to, but I, I think he can also play a pretty good shortstop. He's got a positive defensive war on the year this year after kind of being negative, and I, I think he addressed some quotes about that. We did that on Talking Baseball. He changed his defensive positioning. Uh, to cook the books, he is hitting 308 with a 348 on base. Um, oh, oh, 837 OPS plus, which is a little low for him. Uh, if we want to do the last three years, last three years for Trey Turner, 329 games, 322, 368, and 896 OPS while playing shortstop or second base with. A bunch of steals, 64 stolen bases, about 20 a season. The stolen bases will start to go. That's called Father Time. Um, I'm, Lord knows I'm starting to feel that, although in 2021, Trey Turner did lead baseball in steals, and he's got 20 this year, so it's not like not like Trey can't run. Uh, Trey Turner still can run. Hell, let me even get his baseball savant because it's hard to picture him being under 90 in the speed category. Uh, he's 100%. So, his outs above average are bad. I guess there's a defensive conversation around Trey, but the dude could play second base tomorrow. He could probably play third base. I think he can play some left turner, left field. I think he, left turner. I think he can play some left field. I think he did earlier in his career. Like, Trey Turner will find a defensive position, and it'll be fine for you there. Um, he's hitting free agency this year, and him and Aaron Judge... 
Aaron Judge hit free agency and he might break the home run record. So that could be really interesting. And I mentioned everything about what he is to being the face of baseball and selling tickets. He's going to get a big contract. Um, could Trey Turner get a bigger one? I, I think may become an interesting argument of the offseason because infield traditionally more valuable. Age is always a big factor in this. Trey Turner is 29. He turned 29 in June, so he turns 30 next June. Aaron Judge uh, is 30. He turns 31 next April. So we're talking one year here, but you're also talking one prime year, and this is what teams pay for. Um, I don't know. I, I've kind of tossed and turned on this one. Trey Turner has been the epitome of consistency. Aaron Judge kind of has two with some weird outlier injuries that people didn't know if they should label it um, injury-prone or not. I think he is showing those people that it truly wasn't. He played 148 last year. He's already played 120 this year. I think he's going to probably land in that same amount. And he has 48 home runs heading in. I think with what Judge is doing this offseason, I don't think Trey Turner can get in his in his money stratosphere. But traditionally, when you talk infielders and outfielders, and you talk the production Trey Turner's giving you, I don't know. I'm super interested to see where it lands. Um, I wanted to bring up the free agent signings last year. Uh, Let's see. Fangraphs, free agent signings. And, like, Correa's going to be a free agent again, right? He's going to opt out. So I think he has quote. He had, he had a quote saying he's like, yeah, he's going to. Marcus Simeon was 31. He had a huge year. Good for him. He got seven for 175. Um, okay. Corey Seager was 28. And again, those prime years matter. He got 10 for 325. His 2021 wasn't. Wasn't crazy, crazy. I mean, he's got stats, but another guy, injury-prone, might have to move off his shortstop. I think he will soon. Trey Turner could be 300 mil as well. Um, Super interested to see how his free agency goes. And it kind of tied into the previous conversation. We talk Trey Turner, but when we talk Dodgers, you mention a lot of guys before Trey Turner, man. You're going to mention Mookie. And kind of deservedly so. Mookie's done it. He's been around. Uh, Freddie Freeman just did it. So there's some recency bias there. Trey Turner and what he is as a free agent. And this is where Judge and Judge or Trev kind of got me yesterday. Is the free agent pool, the high-end guys are going to be there this year. I mean, Trey Turner and Aaron Judge, um, those guys are going to break the bank. Uh, not gently either. So, and I don't know. I, I guess what I was sitting and thinking about, because I really think the Red Sox need significant moves. They have money coming off the books, sure, but that doesn't mean anything if you don't add players with money, um, which there's a lot of ways to do that. You know, we could they could they trade and take on a bad salary? and get a productive player while also getting prospects or something like that to continue to fuel the farm. I know that's part of their five-year plan. Could they sign someone like Trey Turner? I mean, 
Boston has been mad they haven't signed Xander Bogarts. Uh, I think defensively, Bogarts is worse than Turner. Uh, I think offensively on the whole, there's a discussion, but I think what Trey Turner brings day in, day out, including his speed, probably gives him a leg up on, on Xander. Hey, I'll, I'll let anyone have the conversation. Xander Bogarts is awesome uh, offensively. Awesome. If that's how Boston replaced Bogarts with Trey Turner, and then you have Turner and Story, Marcelo Meyer, their super prospects a few years away that maybe if Turner has to leave shortstop, he can, or Story. They've got options there. <coughs> Would that make the Red Sox something? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Trey Turner, and we'll be talking about him a lot come October. Because that's going to be one of the bigger storylines. If you turn on a Dodgers game, Freddie's there. Freddie's done the postseason dance. Freddie trying to run it back will be a thing. But, you know, he got his contract. He's done. Um, Will Smith, Muncy, Mookie, Turner. Maybe Gallo can can earn back a, a couple a couple dollars. He, he kind of already is. Trey Turner is a guy that, and I say this too much, and, hey, I see LLWC, so the assumption is Dodgers aren't going to keep Trey. I think they're going to try their, their damnedest. There's a reason they traded for him. And, by the way, they lost the other guy in that trade, Scherzer. He's now playing for the Mets, who might be their toughest competition in the National League this year. Uh, Trey Turner's going to have a big boy bidding war this year because I, I think he's got to go first. We talk about the free agent pecking order. There's going to be Bogarts. There's going to be Correa. I think Trey Turner's going to go first, and you're right. I think if you're the Dodgers, I think if you're Boston, if those are the only two teams you have bidding on you, you're in a good spot. And I think he's going to have a lot more options than that. So I, I think Trey Turner, I think we could be talking about another $300 million shortstop. And I don't think a lot of people see Trey Turner in that light. And I think they probably should. I think they probably should. And imagine if he goes full Seager, if he were to win like a World Series MVP or something. That could be his version of Judge breaking the home run record. Um, we'll see if he does, but I'm starting to believe. Because why not? Why wouldn't we want to believe? That's a lot cooler. Sitting here saying Judge isn't going to break the home run record? It's kind of still my maddest... Still kind of my maddest thing at Glaber this year. When they interviewed him on Sunday Night Baseball, he's like, yeah, Judge will hit 57. What? Come on, man. Teammates. Teammates. Um, so, got wrapped up in some individual player stuff there while also checking off a lot of other players. Is Julio Rodriguez and Trey Turner were the two I want to be your main takeaways from today. Uh, position unit stuff, I, I might bottle some of that up. Um, Per usual, I'll, I'll give love to the Orioles and their bullpen and Felix Bautista. Just go watch him pitch, I beg of you. Uh, you almost haven't seen it on a baseball field. When they do their, you know, the pitch ninja type graphics about him, his high fastball, top of the zone, high fastball, by the way, and he can hit like 102, is the same release point and tunneling as a splitter in the dirt. The cat's pretty unhittable. That being said, Bogarts, the guy I just mentioned, clipped him in Williamsport. Um, 
that yeah, we we'll, we can do full full position units at another time and and who overachieved this year. And I I can tighten it up to like infield outfield cuz that's where we have fun before the season. We do our position unit drafts. Uh so let's bottle that one uh and we'll come back to it. And for now, Baker Bakers. Uh we'll go to the comment of the day. Comment of the day. It's the comment of the day. Remember that? The real ones do. Uh last episode we're up to 688 subs. Thank you, guys. 7K coming soon. Um, and, yeah, sorry, no guests this week. Uh, nobody really lined up. I think next week is probably a Wednesday football. Uh, so buckle up for that. We'll see uh, Rosie or maybe Panic or Bobby. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely tap into those, those guys. Um, hey, CJ Cable left a couple comments, some fun Cardinal stuff. Uh, but also said, hopefully on Wednesday episode, we can celebrate three straight wins for the Yanks. And rock bottom can be headed, can be done heading to the West Coast trip. CJ, they have won three straight. People are saying it's the goatee. Um, I said I was going to shave it once they get back. Now they're 3-0 and with the goatee, so I find myself in a predicament. Can't get rid of it now. Yankees had on a West Coast trip. Starts in Oakland. Really hope they take care of business. Because we can't resurface those conversations. We just can't. Um, AJ Constantine. Joey Gallo was game MVP last night. Chicken Man on fire. Are we calling Joey Gallo Chicken Man? Yeah, that was Boggs. Pretty sure that was Wade Boggs. Um... Joey Gallo, 258-378-1.024 for the Dodgers. <sighs> unreal. I mean, unreal. It's a weird sport sometimes. And I hope he keeps going, uh, like I've said before. He's a free agent this year, and, and man, it's so tough to hit free agency when you're good. And he turns 29 in November. I, I wonder if the team's going to take a real chance on him. That's going to be a super interesting free agency. Does he take a one year and try to bet on himself to try to get the big one? Or does he get a medium big one? Like you remember when Sonny Gray uh, took an extension from Cincinnati? And it was like, oh, okay, that's a nice contract. But, you know, if Sonny Gray had hit free agency right, you know, that's 100 mil probably. Um Joey Gallo's free agency. Circle that one. I don't know what you do with it. Um, let's see what else we've got. Um, oh, CJ's other. Cardinals are so much fun to watch right now. Every game feels like we see something insane from Nolan and Goldie as they truly play ridiculous ball in their primes. Reminder, Goldie probably shouldn't be in his prime, but he is because he's that dude. Um, while also, see, it's milestone watch for Pujols, Wayno, and Yachty. Yes! Yes, you are watching something special in St. Louis this year, and they've full-on turned it on. Uh, they've taken control of the division. Um, do they still remain five up? Did the Brewers change anything last night? Uh, five and a half. Five and a half up, nine and one in their last ten. Uh, Cardinals, 95.5% playoff chance. By the way, they were one of my preseason bets. Or let's let's double check my preseason bets really 
really quick with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, free ad, or is it a free ad? I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see if it recognizes me with my goatee. It does. Face recognition still works. Um, my preseason bets, it's loading. Um, I took Trev's uh, World Series parlay, White Sox Brewers. Not looking great. That was a $1 bet. That shows how much I believed in Trev. $1 to win 48. Yankees over 91 and a half wins. That's looking pretty good. St. Louis Cardinals over 84 and a half wins. Looking pretty good. Cardinals to make the playoffs. That's looking pretty good. Pirates under 65 and a half. Hmm. Pirates are 47 and 76. They look like they've been a bad way. That one's going to be tight. But I, I might have done really well on those. Yeah, we had uh, a joined on Cardinals to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's looking good. I had a Phillies to make the playoffs. Don't remember if someone else said to do that, but. That's a good one. Um, it looks good right now. The other. Uh, the other thing, I haven't told anyone this. Because I didn't necessarily believe in it. I had a Christmas Day bet that I bet was just the Braves to win it again. $20 to win $320. Doesn't look awful. Doesn't look good. Um, One of the teams you can still be believing in. Yeah. I mean, for a Christmas Day bet, no reason. I think it was because they didn't have Freddie, so their odds were still kind of better. But I knew yeah. they were the Braves and they'd do something. Yeah, we do it before Olsen happened or something. I'll do a quick bro of the night. This whole episode has kind of been bro of the night. Julio Rodriguez, Trey Turner, um, Joey Gallo, sure. Uh, I'll go with another guy that... Well, I'll go two guys opposite ends of the spectrum for multiple reasons that both deserve it. Tony Gonsolin goes to 16-1 and one yesterday. Ten years ago, we'd be talking Tony Gonsolin, Cy Young. Maybe we need to start this year because his ERA is also 2.1. And the other guy who has just as good an argument on the other side, Justin Turner, or Justin Verlander, was no hit for six innings last night. He goes to 16-3 with a 1.87. That's not normal. That's not right. Uh, And Verlander and Gonsolin, I can't see them having a conversation. It would be a weird one. Uh, So, talk about bro of the night. Those dudes. Those dudes deserve it. You got someone, Biebs? Yeah, I mean, real quick. Think this happened since the last week, and Jake... Monty had a Maddox. Yeah. He's been really good with the Cardinals. Like, yeah, best sure pitcher did. in baseball the last four times through. Really happy for him. Love me some Monty. CeCe gave him some love. Saw a tweet. Tweet, tweet. Uh, yeah, man. Monty, uh, you got to feel happy for him. I'm not always the pitch mix guy, but apparently he ditched the two-seamer, started throwing a four-seamer, and guys just aren't hitting it. Top of the zone. Um. Nine innings, one hit, I think. Um, I think so. You know, don't... No walks. 
Don't think he ever had a complete game with the Yankees. I believe I saw the, the tweet was that it was his first complete game. His first complete game. Like, the Yankees almost didn't give him the leash to do that. Um, yeah, whether whether the offense didn't put him in a position to do it or just they didn't believe. And it, had some injury stuff. Monty's got a weird release point. These are teams that probably haven't seen him before. Throwing a new pitch mix. Hey, I'm, I don't want to pot. Don't want to take anything away from him. I know Cashman had to get in front of the mic last night. I was like, we we thought there was a chance of this. Um, and hey, good for Monty, man. That's a guy who's a year and a half away from free agency. If he can have a couple nice seasons with St. Louis, you're looking at a potential hundred million guy there. Which uh, I think when a young Jordan Montgomery came up, I don't know if that was if that's what the scouts were thinking. I think they were thinking we got a lefty arm here, but. Um, good for Monty. Um, he's got the beard in. Saw that. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Uh, all right, a little pitch, couple pitchers to end it. Jordan Montgomery, been the best pitcher for the last three starts, four starts. Justin Verlander, arguably the best pitcher in the AL. And Tony freaking Gonsolin. Catterday with another W on the end of his meow. <laughs> That's that's who he is. Um, all right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. A little uh, baseball rambler today. I appreciate you guys sticking around for it. Monday, we will see what the baseball gods give us. Hopefully the good. And then, I think next Wednesday is probably a football left. So... Uh, get ready for that. Buckle up and watch everything on John Boy Media Weekly. Dumb Geo Jesser. Uh, Baggage is back and has been rolling. Go check that out. That's our couple show. Compound has been killing it. Half. They had a bunch of guests. Farm to fame. Talking baseball. Rose rotation. Talking Yanks. The breakdown. Everything, people. Thank you, guys. Bake the algorithm. Share with a friend. Subscribe. Like. Love. We'll see you guys next Monday.